Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome. We're back. You are listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a power, part of our world. We love you guys. It's we're, we're chugging our way to the end here. My name, is, of course, is Brian Beckner. I am joined, as I am every single week, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. How you doing, buddy? Hello there. Hello. Um, so just to uh, do some housekeeping here, that we're we're finally housekeeping. Up on iTunes, iTunes, Apple's accepted us. Yeah, yeah. We were shadow banned for a while, as you may recall. Sweet. And now our we are back on the in the Apple Podcasts marketplace with all our episodes going back to the beginning. Jason, oh, wow. the whole archive. I moved over. I moved over individually just so we would have our complete back catalog available to anybody that wants to go. Hey, you know, some like sometimes my girlfriend and I will throw on Netflix and we'll throw on an, an old season of the real world road rules challenge because it's like new to us. So maybe yeah. maybe people want to go back and revisit. Nick Viles season or Ben Higgins. You have that. You have that available to you. Nice. And um, so just to get this straight, we're now fully functional for uh, the big season. The Bachelor. The real one. Yeah. Uh, the Bachelor's return the major to the white Bachelor. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Too. We got another mediocre white male Bachelor. They could have they chosen Andrew. Here's the problem. They did the, they did the Katie season. Before they did the Michelle season and the Katie suitors have been forgotten. It should have been Andrew and now, but it, no, it's the, it's gotta be somebody from the most recent season. So he's fresh in people's mind. So they picked the most just average dull white man they could find. And that's Clayton. It's one of the few bachelors that on face value looks like kind of a meathead. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's ex, a football player. Ex-jock ex yeah. who looks good without a shirt on. Yeah. He's one of the few bachelors that, it's, that meet that criteria. It's so rare to have that kind of a bachelor. So for whatever reason, um, and we're down to the final two episodes here of this very underwhelming bachelorette season with Michelle. Yep. Um, for those just tuning in, she's from Minneapolis, from That's Minnesota. Right. That's right. And she played hoops and she's a uh, school teacher beyond that i have no idea what else she does or is into um so for whatever reason without even teasing it last week they got the crew down in mexico for this they just showed up at puerto vallarta kind of weird right yeah i mean un unannounced they uh, um, they they um they have connections in that area because that's where they do the bachelor in paradise. Ah. So maybe it could have been a, like a two for one situation. Uh, I can almost guarantee. Yeah. That's what's going yeah. on. Yeah, And it kind of like, it, maybe it, what well, is weird that they wouldn't preview it? Cause it was, cause I'm like, wait, they're in Puerto Vallarta. This is weird. They never said anything about that, but I, you know, I don't pay close attention. So the third location, uh, we started out in what? It was at Palm Springs this year, and did, was it? Do we start off in Palm Springs, and then we moved out to uh, Minneapolis, and now we're in uh, in Mexico now. Yeah. Yep. Um, in a, a very like because the hosts aren't very good, they they have Michelle um, basically just walking with 
one of the hosts, I think it's Tasha, maybe Caitlin. Yeah. And she, they just are asking each other generic questions to set up the episode. The most like non uh, natural, unnatural um, conversation you'll get. And Michelle basically explains to Caitlin, even though you'd think that she would know since she was a bachelorette, what overnights are and how, you know, when the cameras are off, you could ask the, your partner anything. You really, and, and you could really get to know them with the yeah. cameras off. Yeah. And that's what, that's what overnights are. Um, As opposed and, to when the cameras are on, when you can't, yeah. you're not allowed to talk to them. It's basically admitting that when cameras are on, you're always on. You're always fake. You're doing what you think will sound right or sound cool. And then when the cameras are off, you could really uh, let your hair down. Totally. Um, and then Caitlin, yet again, it's almost like they, they're just trying to sum up the season with this converse, forced conversation. And Caitlin's like, hey, so let's go over the three dudes, you know, and ask about each of them. And, you know, Michelle basically says there's she's got no worries about Brandon, who's the, the young kid who's come on of late. Um, and then she talks about Joe, and she does a good job of summing up what her thing is with Joe. She says, um, you know, she has a lot in common with him basketball and Minnesota and those kinds of things. Yeah. Which I don't even know what those kinds of things are. Basketball in Minnesota, that's all uh, she lives for and Joe lives for. Yeah. Um, and then, but she, she really kind of needs, she needs to know more about Joe. She needs to, she needs to find out more because he's the one guy who hasn't really said at this point that he is in love with her. So yeah. she needs to get that out of him. The show does this weird thing, and yeah. I remember this with Tasha last last uh, last time when she was bachelorette. Like they really, um, if the if the subjects that that they choose to take to overnights don't proclaim their love for them, yep. then they t- then they take it personal. Like you know, yeah. like what's their problem? I mean, I, I brought you all the way here. You each of you need to fall madly in love with me, and then I'm going to dump two of you. Yeah. But, yeah. But this is not a two-way street. Also, you've known them for 3 weeks. Yeah. And they're they're expected to they're all three expected to propose to you and to the point where I forgot to mention this, when they get to Puerto Vallarta, um Michelle is like this is a great place to get engaged. <laughs> right. Like what? What does that even mean? Puerto Vallarta to me, and I, I never went, but it was always a place where my like college buddies would go to just get shit faced. Yeah, no, and it's, do, yeah. do things that you regret in yeah, life. I, I didn't think that this was a great place to get engaged. I, but that, if you're getting engaged, like how much does the setting matter? It's just the person, right? <laughs> That's the important part. She's like any any three of these guys, any one of these three guys will do as long as it's in Puerto Vallarta. It's like and yeah, any place that they're at is during the regular shooting of the show, non-pandemic, is like a great place to fall in love. Exactly. So it could be like we're in Garden Grove today. Great place, <laughs> great place to fall in love. Right, right between Cyprus and uh, Stanton, Costa Mesa, yeah, Westminster, Westminster, yeah. Mm. Um, so um, Joe, he delivers a pretty good line. He's like, hey, you know, now that it's down to three of us. The remaining guys here have gone from bros to foes. So oh, that's great. Not, you know, they finally realize at this point that they're all after the same girl. That's so great. Foes. Um, Tasha enters the very awkward living room where they're all sitting, the three of them are sitting on a couch and forced to talk about the show. And then Tasha, for the second time in the first five minutes of the episode, uh, has to tell them in the audience what overnights are. And since she's been there, she knows, you know, overnight, she says, changes everything. It does. Which which means that if, if you didn't know after two and a half weeks of knowing somebody, the overnights change everything. Well, you, I mean, you get to see how they bang and that's important. You can't well, pretend she, it's not. She says the camera when the cameras are off. You know, that's when you could really get to know somebody. So, again, they're really hitting this point home. Um the first date, the first up is Brandon. Now, 
you kind of, this is a philosophical question. There's no wrong or right answer here, but in the grand scheme of things, if you're the last of uh, three, if you're the last three dudes, do you want to go first or last? And what does, what does each tell you? Cause she chooses Brandon first. What, what should he imply by that? Well, I don't know. I don't know if she gets to choose what order they go in, but I, I think, you know, cause they all, Assuming she beds them all, right? She beds all three. Do you want to be first and hope that you hit a home run and get her, you know, unsullied? Or do you want to be third? So she's the last one you remember. She's got, she's got those, that, um, JBF energy (laughs) about you. When she comes in that rose ceremony, she's kind of forgotten that she banged, the other two dudes, but when she sees you, she's like, "Oh, I fucked that guy last night." Like that's well, he's getting a rose. It sounds like the it sounds like what you're trying to um, articulate here is that there's a, there, you got to find that balance between feeling like you, you're leaving the last impression and being the third guy in. Yes, but yeah. There's a I, there, that's a balance of emotion. That's not a big deal to me because look, look, this isn't you know no, nobody's a virgin. So I don't, you know, she's, it's not, you know, it's two, it's two, it's just happens to be two guys that I know and were there the night before, but everybody's had people before. So I think I'd rather go, I think I'd rather be third on a match and really like have her remember the way, you know, how I made her feel. So the crazy thing is, is that these guys during this episode have a have a version of this conversation like they're just openly talking about yeah. what what yeah. what could be implied and stuff and the reason why they do is because the producers went overboard in this episode and forcing awkward conversation and awkward interactions it's like the last thing you're going to talk about with a dude that you're uh, vying for the same you know girl same space is the last thing you're going to talk about is you're each other's feelings for that person in real life anyways. But on the show, they force that they force that situation. Now, kind of weird. Now the last episode, I I brought this up and I misspoke. Now I got, I'm going to, I'm going to do a redo here. Um, You know, Brandon walks up to her and she does the, uh, the cliched bachelorette thing where she jumps up into his arms and puts her legs around his body. Now the problem is that Brandon is like equal height. And her legs are like four and a half feet tall. And they wrap around his body yeah. like redwood roots. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roots. You know, redwood roots. Because yeah. last time I last time I we were on this, I said redwood vines. Oh yeah. You, you weren't with that at all. Well, because and then I'm like, what's the word? Vines, roots. Yeah, I mean, but it's definitely not vines. But roots, they grow under the ground. So how, we don't know that they wrap around things. <laughs> okay, so uh, it just looks weird. It's a weird look. Yeah, it is. Because typically the, the female subjects of these show are just kind of these petite things that just yeah. bounce up and, 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 do, and rock. She's, so, she's a tall girl. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but she used to play basketball. Yep. Yeah. I just found that out in this, in this past episode. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Brandon and her do some horseback riding. They go horseback riding, horseback riding through the jungle. Now, all of this is a, um, is a pretext, right? Like they, they do a a day date and then they are presented a card to spend the night together. So the day date, um, whatever, I don't don't even know if there's a theme or whatever, but there's a horseback, horseback riding through a jungle and then onto a beach, which, it, it's all very cinematic. They they have like multiple shots. Um, you know, it's it's got the sun, it's got the ocean, it, you know, whatever. But Brandon supposedly had never been even close to a horse. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I I just take issue with that because according to this date, they make you believe like they spend a good portion of the afternoon riding yep. the horse. Yeah. If you've never ridden a horse, 
does the horse just know what to do, or should you have had like a day's training? No, no. How to ride these? Does bikes? the horse just walk? Because I guess, yeah. Because if if the horse is just going to walk, you don't need any training. If the horse is going to run, you you got to kind of know what you're doing. So as long as the horse is just walking, you're good. The horse will just let you walk. The horse is used to people sitting on it and walking it. And all they got to do is tell you how to pull that thing that's in its mouth. And that kind of tells it to stop or go. Okay. Well, then yeah. if, if that's the case, then I guess they, he pulled it off. Have you never, just, have you, you've it. never been on a horse? Not, not like that. Right. If I've been on a horse and I vaguely remember as a, as a child going horseback riding, yep. I thought they were all like tethered together no. and we were walking in big barrage. No, they just follow each other. They're just used to doing that route. I don't think they're tethered. Right. There's no tethering. All right. Well, anyways, um, she, uh, she starts getting reminiscent with him and she's like, you know, looking back on that first night, it just, you know, it just doesn't seem that long ago. And now we're, you know, it's down to three and it's overnight. So it's just really crazy. It wasn't that reason, long ago. Yeah. yeah. The reason why it doesn't seem that long ago is because it was really only two and a half weeks ago. <laughs> or something. I stepped on your joke. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man, time really flies. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, lots of, uh, they get off the horses, lots of making out on the beach and, you know, lots of multi angles, low angles, like, uh, pose shots and stuff. So, um, back at the, at the hotel, they have these, this forced interaction between the other two, Nate and Joe, um, seemingly the, you know, the, the two guys that are the favorites in this fight, but, um, and Nate's got like the right attitude. He's like, you know, even though the producers really want them to be all emotional and pissed off and jealous, he's like, I just worry about my time with her. I can't yeah, be thinking about right. other people's time. And that's just the way to do it. Yeah, because uh, they don't, they know, you know, they're probably getting balls deep. And you don't want to picture some dude railing the love of your life the night before you go out to dinner with her and, and, and also can, try to have you sex can with tell. her. Yeah. You can tell because. The way Nate's answering these questions, it's almost as if like producers are feeding him questions, or because he's like, no, no, I, I, you know, I don't think about other dudes and what they're doing overnight. That's 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 not that's not. Of course, it, it's natural to think about it. You don't. It's you know, you're oh, I don't think about. it. Of course, you do. You think about it. Uh, I mean, most most of us uh, have been engaged, and we all yeah. know that in a regular engagement, yeah. Um, there are usually, uh, two guys that just slept with your fiance a week ago. So every, everyone can relate to this situation. That's true. Yeah. I don't know who has, who hasn't been down this road. I start to, uh, I always, I always, when I, when I look back on these, you know, whenever I get to the ending of these uh, seasons, yeah. it gets much less funny because they, there's no humiliation. It's there's no bad. drama. It's kind of, and sad. I started thinking about the watchbacks and mm-hmm. like, and, and what they, what she tells these guys yeah. and how, how the hell could they watch this back and be like, she was just telling him that before yeah. I proposed to I know, her. I know. Like it, it, the, that, that's a part of the show that fascinates me. That's almost never addressed in the regular part of the show. But anyway, I, you know, remember when Caitlin, before she did whatever she did to her face, she was the bachelorette and she, on her season, Nick vile showed up in the middle of the season and had sex with her, like not even on overnights. Right. And then, but also had already had sex with her like at uh, somebody's <laughs> at Jade and Tanner's wedding or something. And then he gets to the, he gets to the final two and he loses to that guy, Sean. Right. And Sean, you could tell, was still bothered by it. And eventually they broke up. And I have to imagine of course. that Sean just never quite got over all that fucking sex she was having with Nick Vile instead of him. It's even if you are a person, and I, I do think that you could probably do this if you're disciplined. If you're a person that doesn't watch the show back, yeah, there's going to be there's too much social media and the people around you that 
at some point they're gonna be like, "What'd you think when she did that yeah. thing?" And yeah. he'd be like, oh. "But um, so um, you know, Brandon, he's all in, and he sits down at the dinner or whatever, and he just he gives her like three minutes of word salad. Didn't really he said a lot, but didn't say much. Bottom line is. He's 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 in love with her. He says, I'm in love with you. And then she is obviously um, in that moment. She is compelled to respond and she doesn't tell him she loves him. But that's not the uh, the way the show works. So, yep, exactly. uh, She she does say you are such a big part of my world. No, no, no. He says to her, <laughs> you are such a big part of my world yeah. now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now uh-huh. like for three, three weeks. Yeah. I've known her. You've, you've known each other and she's a huge part of his world. Well, Brandon tells her she's becoming his best friend. Right. I mean, Brandon's kind of a bitch. He's a bitch, but he's worked this. He's gone from long shot too, too easy to break up with because he's too young. To yeah. legitimate chance to win the Bachelor, based solely, obviously not on the skateboarding skills, based solely on his ability to make everything about her and tell her how into her she is and what she means to him and how he's willing to risk it all for her and just she's everything and. It's really, look, you wouldn't catch me doing that because I'm, you know, I want to look cool, but it's, it's worked for him. He's, he's thrown it out there and it it could end up that he wins the bachelor because of this. He's, he's taking his shot to put it in her terms. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is she, is uh, she a hooper? Is that why she says that? Taking his shot? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. She whips out the uh, the overnight card. Yep. You know, if you know if the two of us want to do this, we could forego our individual room. It's really weird how they 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 put the word in. There must be some legal reason why they do that. Yeah, uh, like yeah. they're both consenting. Yeah, and that's if, true. If any, if any raping happens, <laughs> that you guys both agreed to be off camera yes. in this room yes. and forego your single room. There's definitely now, signing of t- paperwork. I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, so. He says, when she says, what do you think? He says, I want to kiss you. I want to hold you. And he stops like just short of saying, I want to be up inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe yeah. he did say that. And they, he might they, have. It didn't pass the uh, the editing. Yeah. The censorship. So um, so they go and uh, they're in the suite. And, of course, there's a jacuzzi. So they got to get in their bathing suit. Always. Again. Always. And just as a complete coincidence, fireworks go off as soon as they get the jacuzzi. Fireworks outside. The key here is, though, they forced Joe and Nate to to be sitting together again on a couch to hear the fireworks and to get up and go out on the balcony to see the fireworks. Yep. So, so not only uh, is it implied that uh, that Brandon is is getting with their girlfriend. Now the overt symbolism of fireworks going off. Yeah, yeah. And they could they could <laughs> it's see ejaculation. Yeah. It's it's that's what they're telling you. They're like <laughs> stuff is shooting yes, in the air. Yes, they're like, yeah. look at this explosion. Look at all these explosion. Yeah. Um, so the the morning after uh, this is. Always a scene that is one of your favorites. Uh, very white teeth. They must yes. have brushed their teeth. <laughs> they don't show that, uh, though. They don't she's show. Full, she's fully made up. <laughs> she's a little but She's made up, but her hair is kind of tousled a little bit. So you can tell. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the morning. She just slept. Now, I didn't. I was kind of watching this at work. So I was mostly listening and not um, looking at the screen every time. Did we get any shots of the shoes? Yeah, I think ever since you started mentioning shoes, they don't do the shoes anymore. Shoes, I think they they don't want to uh, to give in to to your thing. But do, yeah, do you no shoes. do you think they didn't show the shoes because Michelle wears a size eleven, <laughs> bigger than his? Yeah. Um, and and by the way, they had an up close uh, shot of this kid's uh, facial hair, and 
it really does. It looks like pre-pubescent. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. He doesn't, he's got that horrible uh, 13-year-old chin hair. Yeah, just, you can't, um, as somebody that doesn't grow much facial hair, I mean, I have a beautiful mustache, everyone knows that, but the you really have to be careful with your attempts at facial hair if you're not ugh. a burly beard grower. Right. Um, so breakfast in bed, which is interesting, she always reacts as if they made the breakfast, as if there weren't producers and a, a, a you know, bachelor yeah. chef on the side that made all this stuff. Yeah. But the pro- is, then, it, then it really starts to hit to get into my pet peeve range. Yeah. These fuckers, they're in bed with free food. And just to like give into the American stereotype of being assholes and wasteful, they start smearing the food on themselves and throwing it at each yeah. other. I hate they this so much. They take their fucking pastries and breakfast food and they start it. smearing it I on their bodies. Avocado toast in bed? They're yes. in a fucking bed. Disgusting. You know how much dead skin is in that bed and just like hair and shit? They're, first of all, they're eating in a bed and then... Then they start smashing food into each other. So there's just yeah. crumbs and chunks of food just slopping around and on a fucking bed. Disgusting. This, I hate smashing of food. I hate food fights. We, I've made it clear how I feel about pranking. I hate pranks. I hate any of this stuff. Like, let's be adults here. Like the... Obligatory smearing of the cake at weddings on the hate on the face. I hate. I can't stand that. Um, you know, I think nine and a half weeks and other movies, uh, Bull Durham, where they have like food everywhere on the table and they're smearing it. on each other. It's just disgusting, disgusting. to me. And this this show went oh. there this week. And oh, it's just, Jason, it's so off. Jason, what what about when they have a scene? This may have happened on The Bachelor before. No, I don't think it has, but it has happened on other shows. And I know how you feel about this. Where somebody, where somebody's having a party, and they're having a buffet, and they have a sushi laid out, like help yourself sushi, but they have it laid out on a semi-nude model's body as she just lay there on the table as a as a human serving plate. Slash Petri dish. How do you feel about that? that? That falls into my, I don't want any food on any human body. Yes. No yes. Body part or anything. Yes, exactly. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Even like, uh, there were, um, you know, there's this, um, there's this like the, I guess you would call it, um, damn it. Category yeah. of porn, yeah. where it's like uh, bachelorette parties, yeah. and then the male stripper comes in and yeah. he like takes off all of his clothes, dancing and bear, he starts putting whipped cream Disgusting. around his erect penis. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why the fuck do we need whipped cream on that? Disgusting. And this is yeah. the, that kind of porn is basically like the fantasy suites of porn because it's, your wife's like, hey, headed out with the girl or fiance is like. Headed out with the girls to a bachelorette party. I'm, you know, probably won't get too crazy. And then all of a sudden, you're seeing these images of all these bachelorettes on these pornos that you watch, just absolutely getting railed by the male stripper. Yeah, yeah. There's always one over anxious, uh, like yeah. you know, like Aunt Jane that you yeah. never knew had it mm-hmm. in her, and she's just craving true that to, to get on top yes of that yep now um so um he says goodbye in the morning and then says i'll miss you i mean the implication there is i'll miss you as you are with two other dudes for the next couple nights yeah <laughs> Later, i'll miss you how, how um, do you think those nights feel yeah exactly when you're just like they're just sitting there playing sega like just going oh my god like how do you not how do you block that out of your head when you know your the love of your life, your quote best friend could potentially be partaking in in another guy who you knows erect penis? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. You just you just told her that you love her. She says, you know, I have feelings for you too, and I think we're great together. Um, and yeah. And so Joe and Nate are forced to sit on the couch and talk about how, you know, I think Nate actually asked the questions, how do you think it went? And then they're yeah. supposed to ask yeah. like they know. And then Brandon walks into the room after the yeah. date and sits with <laughs> yeah. the two of them. They all, they all three did it. Is that, have they always done that? Like, no. Yes, it, that's it started, new. Yes. It started like a season or two ago. And whoever's decision it was, it's, it's an awful decision. It, it's not a winning. It, nobody wins in, in that situation, especially the viewer. Yeah. Um, Joe runs up from, uh, Joe's up next, by the way, he's the, uh, the Mr. Basketball 2011 in Minnesota. He's the guy that you and I basically have said from the beginning that, that he's going to win this thing that she handpicked him. Um, I found this one good. Like they have her like looking at the ocean or something, uh, from a top from high up on this thing. And, and Joe needs to walk up to her. And he's like, uh, Michelle, like he's, he calls out to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michelle, as if, uh, as if this wasn't a date that was pre-planned. It's kind of weird. Hey, funny meeting you here. Like Uh, it's like, it's up to him to find her. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. As, as, as if there's a couple other women there that, that might be looking for, for a Joe. Um, so what they did was, and he admittedly had ne- has never done it. Yeah, you know, she's like, "Yeah, we got, I got lunch planned, but it's at the bottom of this hill, and we're going to zip line down it." Now, this looks pretty fun. I, w- I wouldn't put it in in the kind of the the risk taking category. It's pretty safe. They don't look like look like they're going quick. They're like double harnessed in. I mean, it's it's a real safe venture. But of course, Joe has anxiety about it, and um, and then he gets on these zip lines and he becomes just an utter fucking dork. Yeah. Like Joe to this point hasn't said much. So, you know, that, what's that? What's that whole thing about keep your mouth shut, have people think you're an idiot. Then yeah. instead of opening oh, it and, oh. and confirming it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Is that Dude. Abraham Lincoln or Mark Twain? You know how everything's always yeah. mis, yeah. Mis, misattributed. Ben Franklin, Samuel Clemens for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. And, uh, but he, he hasn't said shit all, all, all season. He gets on the zip line and he becomes like a, a dork. Yeah. Like he's like yelling and screaming, Michelle on the way down and Yahoo and all this stuff. It's like very uh, unappealing. I could tell that yeah. kind of turned her off a little bit. Yeah. She, she told him that she likes seeing his goofy side, which I just took as code for. I've never seen that goofy side and you're, you're completely not. Uh, what I'm looking for. Totally. Um, and then they have a boring conversation at the bottom of this, of the uh, zip line in front of a bunch of horses. And I'm thinking they're eating whatever the hell they're eating. And there just has to be a horrible stench of horse shit in the air. Yeah. How romantic is that? <laughs> That's a good um, point. Those barns have an odor. I've spent some time in barns and they smell terrible. Um, so then, uh, you know, I, I told you that, uh, off camera or whatever, she's like, you know, I like Joe. I love that he's from Minnesota and he hoops, but, um, she needs to gain clarity. Yeah. She needs to gain some clarity from him, which is what's he looking for. Yeah. Big Gen Z term clarity. Yep. Uses used a lot on this show. Um, Joe explains he wants to show um, he wants to show other athletes out there that even if you get hurt or when you, when your you know athletic career comes to an end, he wants to be a guy that they could look up to. Like there is life after sports. Um, I don't know if this was a a Met- planted thing metaphor. or this is going to be his his brand, and they knew he was going to get kicked off, so they had him like plug it. I don't know if he's going to be like a freaking uh, public speakers. It was just out of nowhere. He basically just tells Michelle, this is what his thing is. That's this is what he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that come from? Very boring. Yeah. Um, so they're in the middle of their dinner 
about to get the overnight card, and they have to. Uh, the show's got to go back to the hotel where Nate and Brandon are forced to talk. And Nate's like, "Hey, how do you think it's going right now?" They just have to fucking talk about this stupid thing. I know. I and know. Then, and then they have that conversation that you and I had about being the third person in. Or yeah, and it's like, I, I think it's a good sign she picked me first. And they's like, "What? No, you want to be last yeah. in this whole thing?" Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So back at the dinner, a lot of une- uneaten entrees, which typically happens on these. Um, Joe and Michelle close the doors. They accept the overnights. The next scene is making out in bed. Um, seemed pretty then, pa- seemed pretty passionate in the morning. They did. Yeah. And, uh, and then Michelle did the thing that every single bachelorette, every single bachelor, I think they're obligated to do. It's almost like the franchise has a copyright of this phrase and one of their subjects has to do it every single time after an overnight date, Michelle looks to him and says in this tone, this is definitely something I can get used to. (laughs) (laughs) And they always say like they're the first person to ever say that phrase, but no, every season for the past 40 shows, 40 uh, seasons of The Bachelor, somebody has said that. Yeah. I could definitely get used to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. It's great. Uh, um, so they basically walk out to room service, and um, there's a nice spread, and she looks at him and says, impressive to him? Like, what did he do? They walked out to room service. It's not yeah, he right. Wasn't, yeah. He wasn't. He didn't make the, the food. Yeah. <laughs> impressive uh and so they start talking about their feelings over the food how great it was and uh she says she sees a future with him now she says kind of in the uh in the interview portion the off-camera part says um the last 24 hours with joe has changed everything um i don't know what no one knows what that means we find out later hours has changed yeah we're going to find out. Um, so I guess now she's gained that clarity she was looking for, whatever that was. Joe does, I, I think in his way, tell her, tells her that he loves her. Um, so now the producers force Nate Brandon on the couch and then they have Joe walk in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the three of them have to sit there and be awkward. Yep. And N- Nate's got to be like, Hey, my time for my date. Got to go, guys. Later. So weird. It's like they're now, trying to get them to fight, which they are. Right. And it's just it's stupid. It's not working. So yeah. if you guys have, uh, for those who have been watching this season, you know that Nate has had at least two one-on-ones, maybe three. All of them have been in the water. So he did this uh, lame-ass boat ride with her where she – ambushed him with two of her friends. Yeah, she brought her ugly so, friends. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then last week they he had to do an Austin related thing. And what the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> for people who live in Austin is paddleboarding. So so they paddleboarded on the water. So we've seen Nate and Michelle in, in bathing suits the entire season. So just to mix it up, uh, they went ahead and did another water date. Yeah. Just, just to, just another. They're on a boat, laying around yeah. with their, uh, with their bathing suits. On. They do the Titanic. I'm the king of the world thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and she says to him, um, you know, or she says off camera. Uh, this is how you're supposed to feel with a soulmate. Um, and she said something similar though, like about the other two guys, the last, last couple of nights. Again, as you're watching this back and you're the guy that she didn't choose, like what, what the fuck is she even talking about? Right. So um, she says, kissing Nate is magical. I've never had this feeling as they make out on the, on the, on the uh, boat. Um, so she says to him, because Nate, Remember, Nate never talked about his feelings with his parents, never brought a girl home to his family. They just never said that they love each other. And now Nate is forced to, like, tell her what what his feelings are. And this is how she starts the conversation. Um, Hey, yeah, this whole engagement thing is a week away. 
Um, so it's important for me to know uh, if you could get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you get there? Hey, uh, this engagement thing, you know, cause, uh, you know, on this show, you're either engaged or you're broken up. So we have a week, we got a week to figure this out. Are you going to be able to get there? Um, uh, and he's like, he kind of stammers and, and, and she kind of hits him between the eyes. Like, I need to know what your deal is. Uh, basically forcing him to tell her that he's falling in love with her. That's right. Okay. Um, she says that she, her heart will be incredibly broken if he doesn't say that he loves her by the end of the day. Insane. Um, and then there's this forced conversation back at the hotel between Joe and Brandon yet again. Talk about what, how do you think it's going with Nate? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, so at dinner, this is when Michelle's like, all right, you know, nails him down on, on basically revealing his feelings to her. He doesn't say anything really impressive or out of the ordinary, nope. but she eats it all up yep. and she's like, that's it. That's what I was looking for. That's what I needed to hear. Yep. They do this a lot. They, when yep. they really want something with somebody, they take the littlest of signs and they're like, that's it. That's all I needed. Yep. Um, and, like Nate, to his credit, like says, look, you know, he kind of says that he's fallen for her, but he's like, look, I don't have the answers. He basically says, I've known you for three weeks. I, there's no way I can know the answers. Yeah. Anyone who says they have the answers is either lying or they lead a boring life. It's true. He's like, I want, I want to find the answers on the way. I don't want to have all the answers. Like it was actually a pretty uh, insightful thing to say for this show. It was like a, it was one of those moments where, like, okay, well, this guy actually has a, a pretty good head on. Yeah, it's kind of off-brand for the Bachelor to be to talk yeah. like a real person. Yeah, like I, I don't know what the answers are, but no. I, I, I want to find the answers. I kind of like that. Um, so um, basically, she she wasn't giving up. I need to know what. How do you feel about engagement? <laughs> and uh, and he uses kind of vague language, and she's like, I'm in. Um, so I think. Um, at this juncture, Nate has kind of taken the uh, the the lead in this thing. I don't know what, how, or why, but she, but he did. Um, and let's see. She says after this night, I may be involved with Nate. Not not sure what that means. Yeah. Um, next morning in bed, white white teeth, just brushed. Uh, they may. They don't out. show the toothbrushing though. They could, you know, just like nope. they show the shoes. Right. Right. Just show two damp toothbrushes. Just one. It's yeah. like less than a second shot. Yeah. Just a quick up. Oh, they definitely brushed them. So get this. Amazing what eight hours of uh, not having the cameras on does. Nate admits, last night I was falling in love with you. This morning I am in love with what, you. Wow. What changed? What exactly may have occurred? I don't know. For him to make such a comment. Um, and she, as opposed to the two other dudes, she just outwardly says to him, I'm in love with you too. What? I missed that part. So Michelle says to Nate, I'm in love with you too. So I think we have a new leader in the clubhouse here. Um, let's see here. She says her and Nate were following, following, uh, last night and we're both in love today. Amazing what that overnight could do. Now, something weird happens as they're telling each other, they love each other. I'm not really a huge fan of this. Even if I'm in a Mexican restaurant and it's nighttime, but mariachi. do I real do I really need mariachis at eight o'clock in the morning? Is no. It, to and what, me, that was a little off putting. What about all the other rooms? Like you're you're in a hotel. You're not yeah. alone there. Uh, people are trying to sleep. They're on vacation. Yeah. There's that's pretty selfish to get mariachis to serenade two people when you have other customers. Also, there. they were way too shocked. To see a mariachi band in Mexico. They're like, oh, my God, can you believe this? This is crazy. <laughs> no, right. it isn't. Yeah. Right. Um, 
I, it, you know, I'm obviously not of a, you know, Latin or Latino heritage, yep. so I don't, I, I just, I've never seen the thing with mariachis, but again, that's not, not for me to say. I mean, I like um, them. I don't want them. To, I don't want them right there at my table, but I like the ambiance. I'll tell you what. They just, they just seem so loud. I tell you what, they're, just, they're pretty loud. Uh, <laughs> when the at Dodger Stadium in the playoffs, when they had a mariachi band out in the pavilion. That would play between innings. It was pretty cool. No, I agree. Yeah. I, okay. I guess that, that, you're right. That, yeah. That's not a bad setting. For yeah. Now, um, I need to point something out. So they have the for the they they had to go three for three. Have Brandon and uh, and Joe talking, and then Nate came in to make it awkward. And but he starts like telling them, you know, yeah, we had a good good time, and he says something that's. A very Gen Z thing to say. Like, this is very specific to his generation. He's like, yeah, man, we definitely vibed out. We, you know, yeah, we oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. He he was peacocking it. He was bragging. He came in there like and, and they're like, how was it? And he's like, oh, yeah, man, it was awesome. We definitely vibed out. He was saying... I had sex with her. That's what he that's what he was saying in so many words. And he was smiling. He's like, yeah, I don't really see what you guys were talking about. That was awesome. I mean, we are good. We are close. You vibed out. Vibed out. Um, so there you go. Um, now, um, at this juncture, we got Joe, who we thought was the uh, the front runner. We got Brandon, the kid who's come on strong. And Nate, we just thought was just kind of a smooth talking dude that that would be easy to kind of dump. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, after this whole thing, we're kind of thinking maybe Nate's taking the the, the reins here. So, um, rose ceremony. Um, she says she has is falling in love with all three, um, but she wants to marry one guy. Which that always. What's the whole thing about uh, like quarterbacks, like? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's has, right. If you have three dudes, you don't have one guy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how much of this is just play for the camera. So um, right before, right before, um, you know, she, she just got done saying how much each of them mean to her. Hardest decision of the entire show. Um, but I, I'm going with my heart. And then Brandon, like, stops her. The kid yep. with the with the bad facial hair stops her and says, Hey, can I talk to you? This is his maybe I can be the bachelor play right here. This is this is his Hail Mary. Yep. Like where I'm going to I have a feeling this is going the wrong way. Nate used a bunch Nate used a bunch of sports metaphors to describe it. He's like, You hey, he's like, you only throw up a Hail Mary if you're if you're down by six with 30 seconds left in the game and no timeouts, and you know his, there was like five sports metaphors. Brandon's funny. He went from thinking that him getting picked first for the overnights was was meant that she liked him the most. Yep. And then over the course of the episode, he he was either talked into it by the other guys, or he realized being first meant he was going to be first to leave. Right. Because like. And uh, and I think he kind of realized that. So he takes her aside and he's like, look, I just want to let you know that everything has been about you since I've gotten here, which is true. Yeah. Everything that I've done, everything I want to do is about you. And he says, even if you're sending me home tonight, I want you to know that, you know, it's all about you. Whatever is is in your heart. I care about more than anything. So he just kind of takes this tact with her. It seemed like a, a good way to save face. If he was sent home, I personally thought it was giving her a real easy out. Yeah. I don't know what you never really want to do. And you're right. Making a play for the bachelor, I think is always in these guys' minds. So, uh, little, little did he know that they were just going to pick another meathead white guy, but, uh, Brandon was making his play. Um, and then they go back, and she's giving out the rose. First rose goes to Nate, which maybe tells you everything. First Crazy. rose goes to Nate. She makes Joe and Brandon sweat. You and I have been calling Joe from the beginning. Totally. Even though everything over the course of the season kind of proves that he's, you know, he's kind of a zero. His family is a bunch of zeros. Not much personality. And then, and then uh, 
She comes down and gives the rose to Brandon. Big upset, right? Joe's going crazy. Home. That's crazy. The Minnesota basketball connection was only, I guess, only took him to a certain spot. And this feeds into your yep. theory. Yep. Brian's theory this entire time Revenge was that hypothesis. she was going to, since, since he ghosted her on Instagram once after the George Floyd That's right. murder. Yep. She was going to take him far in the show and then dump him as a as a sign of revenge. And uh, you know, the whole revenge is best served cold. Yep. Um, and I don't know if that factored in at all, but she obviously is not into Joe. Joe teared up in the limo, it's got kind of emotional, but didn't really sell me on on him being overly concerned about this. Um but yeah, that's it. It's down to Brandon and Nate, and there's one show left. It's got to be Nate. It's Nate's winning, but it, Nate's easy to dump. Although I don't, I think she might really like him, which just tells me that neither of these people are ready to get married. Right. Well, Nate's remember Nate's stepdad told her he's not ready to get. Married. He's never been in a relationship, um, and he's never talked to them about feelings or girls. So, and then Brandon. Ironically enough, if you remember, you know, next week is when they meet Michelle's parents. Brandon already met them when right. they they in got the into tub. their house in and the went the jacuzzi. Tub. Yes. And uh, so they, they've already gotten the FaceTime with them. So I don't know if that gives an, a, a, an advantage or what. But anyways, uh, one more episode and this very underwhelming season of The Bachelor is coming to an end. And then we could talk about The Bachelor here in a few weeks. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, okay, great job as always, Jason. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week for the finale. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's The Bachelor Lifestyle we living in. It's The Baller Lifestyle we living in. It's The Bachelor Lifestyle we living in. It's The Baller Lifestyle. Lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of 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 lifestyle we living in.